Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Have you seen this story out of Colorado, Colorado Springs, to be precise, of a kid with a backpack and a Gadsden flag patch on the backpack? For folks who aren't aware, the Gadsden flag is the, uh, the one with the snake, not the one that's carved up into the 12 pieces that says join or die, but it is kind of related to that. But the Gadsden flag is the yellow one with the snake all coiled up, and it says, don't tread on me. I like this flag. I think it looks cool. I don't know. I'm a guy. I'm a dude. I like the flag with the snake on it. And don't step on the snake. Right? Because then you'll be sorry. Like That's the idea. You don't tread on the snake. You don't step on the snake, and the snake won't bite you. That's the idea. And it comes from our revolution. The, US re- the United States, <clears throat> the colonies, the revolution, and it, it, it's connected to the, you know, the, the snake that's all cut into 13 parts. It's join or die. Each of the parts of the snake was uh, one of the colonies. They were labeled, even. They had labels. And so um, the idea was we, you know, we all stand together against the British and and we'll survive, but if we all don't, then we'll perish alone, separate, right? So, 12-year-old kid, who apparently is a bit of a history buff, he's 12, um, and so he's got this backpack, and he's going to school at a place called the Vanguard School in Colorado Springs. I don't know if it's a public school, don't know if it's a private school, doesn't really matter to me. Um. The key here is that the kid gets called down to the office because on his backpack, he's got a bunch of different patches. And uh, by the way, I would point out that the backpack is one of the military that uh, camouflage, although it's not like the green camo. It's the it's like that muted. It's like a muted green khaki ish look, you know, and almost like a digital kind of look anyway so it's i mean it's obviously triggering in the fact that it looks kind of like military camo right but he's got a backpack and the poor kid he's got to be he's he's not a big kid (laughs) he's he's a he's a of slight build right i mean he's a kid he's 12 and this backpack looks like it's about i don't know 60 percent of his body weight you know and he's carrying it on his back He's got all, he's got, I don't know, half a dozen patches on it. Kid's got a, uh, was it Doge coin? That dog? You know, that little, <laughs> that little, what kind of dog is that anyway? Pomeranian? What is it? Shiba Inu. That's a dog? Okay. Shiba Inu dog. And so that's its image is this Doge coin, which is like an NFT thing. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's like a Bitcoin kind of thing. And so he's got a picture of that. He's got one patch. He's got another patch that seems to be some sort of a like a military patch of some kind. I don't know. Uh, and then he's got 
vote. I think he's running for student vice president or president. And it's like vote for JP, I think it says, and uh, or something. And uh, and then it says revolution underneath. But the 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 L.O.V.E. is circled or it's like in different color. That's the Ron Paul revolution. Ron Paul's slogan revolution, except you, you take the uh, the E V O L in revolution in the middle of it, and he flips it backwards, and it's in red while the other letters are in black, and so it's love, but spelled backwards inside of revolution. And he's got a sign that looks kind of like that, and that's most. He's got that taped onto the back of his backpack as well. So the kid is obviously into politics. Okay, he's following stuff current events. He's got a Dogecoin. You know, he's got Ron Paul references on his backpack. So he's obviously politically astute. And so he's got a Gadsden flag patch on the back of his knapsack as well. And it says, don't tread on me. And outrage ensues. He is removed from class. He is brought down to the principal's office. And he is told that he cannot return to class because he's been disruptive. Well, they have his mom come down. And mom rolls tape, sorry, records the video on her phone. And people have asked, what's up with that barefoot? I believe it's the baby in the stroller. I think it's the baby's barefoot that's in the bottom of the screen. But the video has gone viral. And the kid, he's in there. He reminds me. I'm going to date myself here. He reminds me of an Alex P. Keaton kind of character <laughs> from Family Ties. Michael J. Fox, right? The kid's got like the button-down collared shirt on. He's got the uh, the blue khakis or I guess the blue slacks. He's got his hair parted all neat-like. Really respectful kid. Apparently really smart. Uh, was on like the honor roll, whatever. And the kid doesn't want to take off the patch. Well, why would you want to take the patch off in the first place? What's up with that? And the mom asks, what's the deal? Because he, I mean, he's kicked out of class for being disruptive. But as uh, Connor Boyack writes at Deseret.com, he says uh, he didn't punch anybody. He didn't shout. He didn't curse. He didn't make noise. He didn't act in any unruly way. In fact, he's a well-mannered boy who dresses and acts in an upstanding way. And it just so happens that this kid, his name is Jaden, he's also very patriotic. And there's the problem. How dare you love America? He portrays his patriotism with clothing. Sometimes he even wears, Brett Winterbull, are you listening? A tri-corner hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, he's got the Gadsden flag patch. The director at Vanguard School, where Jaden attends, appears to believe, at least in the video, and I watched the video twice, it's not long, um, but this, uh, this director at the school believes that the Gadsden flag has origins with slavery. That's the direct quote, origins with slavery and is disruptive to the classroom environment. He told Jaden's mom that Jaden could not return to class unless the patch was removed. 
The mother says, do they know what the Gadsden flag is? That it's a historical flag? The reason that they do not want the flag, the reason we do not want the flag, they say, is due to its origins with slavery and slave trade. <laughs> Wait, what? The mother questioned um, what would happen if he didn't take the patch off. She said, look, you know, Jaden's missing so much school because of all of this. But the official insisted he could not return to class if his bag had the patch on it. We can't have that in and around other kids, one of the other administrators said. She, the mom says, uh, or are you thinking of like the Confederate flag? <laughs> no, no, no. They say this is district policy because the ACLU says that he's allowed to wear it, the mother says. If you go on their website, it says it in big letters. Unless there's like a ban on patches, like all patches. You know, there are no patches allowed at this school. You cannot display what you think or anything. Then I think that's like one sided. And then Jaden pipes up and says, other kids have patches. <laughs> and then the official says, we're just following district policy. Footage of the exchange was paired with emails from another school official attempting to justify the boy's treatment under the school's dress code. And in that email explanation, the official points to an article citing a graphic design scholar <laughs> who alleges that due to its common use next to Trump and Confederate battle flags, the Gadsden flag might be viewed by some as a symbol of intolerance, hate, or racism. Oh, okay, so your dumbass got triggered, and so now the kid can't wear a historical flag dating back to the founding of the country. Okay, full disclosure, I have a Gadsden flag patch. I have been known to wear said patch on my jacket. I have a jacket. I have some friends. They put uh, 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 Beth, she, uh, she put some Velcro on the jacket, and then I went out and I got a couple of patches, and I can swap them out. And one of them is the join or die patch, and one of them is an American flag, and another one is the Gadsden flag. And that's what I will be wearing from now on in order to apparently trigger some historically ignorant people. Of course, I'm not as cute as this kid is, so I don't know. It probably won't end well for me. Alrighty, so decades ago... The United States Supreme Court held in a case called Tinker versus Des Moines that political disagreement on school campi is not only, quote, an inevitable part of the process of attending school, it is also an important part of the educational process. Or as I like to say, unchallenged ideas are easy to hold. Right? That's part of the point. Conservatives know this. Limited government, libertarian people, we know this. You go to a school campus and you are going to hear all of the different opinions than yours. A lot of lefties do not. And if they do encounter on the rare occasion an opinion that is different than theirs, if it's more leftist than they are, then they will acquiesce to it. But if it is not then they usually, uh, they react sort of like, um, remember that old movie, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, where they would just like scream, ah, whatever that, yeah, they're kind of like that. 
Schools like this Vanguard School in Colorado Springs empower activist administrators to enforce arbitrary interpretations of irrelevant policies to kick kids like this kid, Jaden, out of the classroom. Connor Boyack, he says, I had the fortune of breaking Jaden's story. He's an avid reader of my Tuttle Twins books, which teach kids what their rights are and why they should stand up for them, just like Jaden is doing right now. So he and his mom reached out to me to ask for help, highlighting what the school had done to him. The story got so much traction that the Colorado governor responded (laughs) yesterday. The governor put out a statement saying, obviously, the Gadsden flag is a proud symbol of the American Revolution and an iconic warning to Britain or any other government not to violate the liberties of Americans. It appears on popular American medallions and challenge coins through today. And Ben Franklin also adopted it to symbolize the union of the 13 colonies. It's a great teaching moment for a history lesson. Also, as I mentioned earlier, it's a pretty cool looking flag. It's a lesson indeed, says Koyak, or Hoyak, Hoyak, Koyak, Boyak, sorry, Boyak, who says it's a lesson that government school administrators create environments hostile to learning and expression. They cited slavery and racism to attack things that they don't like like the flag. It's not the first time. It won't be the last. It's also a lesson that sometimes you need to stand up against authority, even if your government might wrongfully allude to you being a domestic terrorist for doing so. How did this situation get resolved? Good question. I hear your cry. I shall tell you in mere moments. All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's military surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. So what happened with the 12-year-old in Colorado Springs who wore the Gadsden flag patch on the back of his knapsack after the school administrator said, that's racism. And it's not. And he said, I don't, he says, I don't want to take off the patch. I don't want to remove it from the backpack. And the kid knew his rights because he apparently read some books by a guy named uh, Connor Boyack, the Tuttle Twins, talks about what rights people have. And it's their children's books. And because he was such a fan of the books, the kid knew his rights and his mom is called down then to the office because they're kicking the kid out of the, out of the classroom. And she's like, why? What's the policy? And they're like, oh, well, you know, some graphic designer or something said that it's, you know, about slavery. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not. I thought, I thought they were going to say it has something to do with the Tea Party. <laughs> That's what I thought they were going to say. Do you remember that? It may be, if you weren't around in 2010... If you weren't paying much attention to politics in 2010, uh, this became a really big deal, right? 
oh my gosh, they're, they got the snake flag, the Gadsden flag, and it's associated with the Tea Party. And that's the first time I was like, that's a cool flag. Like, I like it. I got a couple stickers. I got a patch, too. I, I like the flag. And it's it harkens back to the Revolutionary War. And it conveys it conveys a sentiment that is nowadays also conveyed uh, with a uh, uh, with a four letter acronym F A F O bleep around and find out that's what it that that's what today's version of, if you were making this flag today yeah it would probably be a rainbow flag but it would be it would not say don't tread on me it would say F A F O right mess around find out that's what it would say nowadays it conveys a sentiment, and the sentiment was directed towards the monarchy, towards government. And just because these school administrators are ignorant of history doesn't mean the kid needs to take off the patch. Even if everybody in that classroom, even if everybody in the school were idiots and ignorant of history, the kid is still not required to take the patch off. So how does this get resolved? He said that he was not going to um, he was not going to bend a knee. The kid, again, 12 years old, he says he remained uh, undeterred and decided that he's going to walk back into the school with his bag and the patch still attached. He said he's going to refuse to remove the patch and he will conduct a sit-in if it comes down to it. <laughs> uh, that uh, story. When it made the rounds, it attracted the attention of two different law firms who offered to assist Jaden and his family if it comes down to lawfare. And um, they said that this is clear discrimination against Jaden and his beliefs. So uh, then they were going to have a uh, back-to-school night at the at the campus. I think last night they were going to have this back, to, or maybe it was Monday night. They were going to have this back-to-school event, but then it got canceled. They canceled it, and they didn't exactly state why. But then we found out, a short time later, when a statement was released by the Vanguard School of uh, the Vanguard School Board of Directors, I should say. And here's what it said: "Quote: Yesterday, the student returned with the patch still visible on his backpack. Following the district's direction, Vanguard administrators pulled the student aside so that they could speak with his parents and the district." Upon learning of these events today, the Vanguard School Board of Directors called an emergency meeting. From Vanguard's founding, we have proudly supported our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the ordered liberty that all Americans have enjoyed for almost 250 years. The Vanguard School recognizes the historical significance of the Gadsden flag and its place in our history. This incident is an occasion for us to reaffirm our deep commitment to a classical education in support of these American principles. At this time, the Vanguard School Board and the district have informed the student's family that he may attend school with the Gadsden flag patch visible on his backpack. So, that's what was going on. That's why they canceled the event at the school, because they had to call an emergency meeting in order to set their own administrators right. Hey, morons, it's the Gadsden flag. It's not about slavery. Who told you that? Email from Tim. 
to Pete at the Pete Callender Show dot com. Pete, uh, another reason this story is another reason we should just eliminate public schools. My daughter in law works for Cabarrus County Schools. You would not believe all of the teachers who are on some kind of anxiety meds and other psychotropic drugs. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know what that's got to do with the flag, but um, Thomas wants. Oh, after I use the term emaliases for the Joe Biden pseudonym emails, his fake email accounts, alias accounts, emaliases. When is the Pete Callender new unabridged dictionary going to be published, Pete? Like many of your listeners, I am struggling with all of the new words and acronyms you come up with each week. I am, <laughs> I am sure it's not an age thing on my part. Uh, for you, it would just be another chance to give back. Well, that is what I do. Um, Dennis says, Pete, one good thing Joe Biden has going for him is that he can eat as much ice cream as fast as he wants without having to worry about brain freeze. I don't know what that uh, did I mention? Oh, I guess that was on the Biden topic <laughs> last hour. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Um. I have thought, uh, yes, I have thought about uh, creating some sort of a, uh, it's not really, a, I guess it is a dictionary, but it would be an app. Back in the old days, before the apps were invented, uh, it was a dictionary. But I ran into this problem of having to constantly update it, depending on like the ever-evolving nature of the words. So an app would work much better, right? Like, for example... When, uh, when people say the word democracy, it just means Democratic Party, right? So when they're saying, oh, that's a threat to the democracy, they just mean the, the Democrats. That's all. Stuff like that. Emailius, that would be another one. Emailiuses, that would be another one. Votainer, right? That would be one. Votainer is the top vote getter, but that's a terrible term. Top vote getter. It's awful. It's awkward. So let's just replace it with votainer. Come on, people. Let's get behind this one. Look, I'm not willing... I'm not willing to do an entire dictionary until I can show some success with one. So get behind Votainer, and if we can make that happen, then I'm thinking, yeah, uh, then we can start doing some others. Because then we'll have a name, you know, we'll have a record to run on, you know? All right, more on that in a minute. First, let me tell you, the Heritage Life Skills event was fantastic. Every year, Bill and Jan Sturette organized the event to help people get educated on how to be prepared for anything. The Sturettes own Carolina Readiness Supply, 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials you'll need for any kind of emergency. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies, because being prepared is just smart. The Heritage Life Skills event brings educators and vendors from all over to help people do just that. I was honored to be able to be a small part of it. And whether you're an experienced prepper, have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at CarolinaReadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Russ says, I've seen a bunch of their clips from the cartoon series on YouTube, the Tuttle Twins. Very strong history and civics lessons in an entertaining format and humor even adults can enjoy. Um... Let's see here. I thought I had uh, nope. Okay, so that's it on the uh, on the the Gadsden flag story out of Colorado. But uh, I need to announce uh, a correction. So I got a couple of messages about this from yesterday's program. Um, first one. This was from Judy, who said, "Oh, sorry, 
I just saw this, Judy and Matthews. But before I do that, there are apparently a bunch of fighter jets flying over Matthews doing like rooftop drive-bys or something. I don't know. I think they're ours. Are they ours? I mean, if they weren't ours, I suspect there'd be way more information about other things going on right now. But uh, so we are aware of the situation. The news department is aware of it as well. All right. So Judy says uh, from yesterday's program, Pete, you are one of the best on-air folks at WBT and forever. And I should know since I'm an old and oldie Goldie who listened daily since I used to fall asleep listening to Henry. Hello, Henry. Uh, Capitol refers only to the actual physical building. Capital is for everything else that uses that as an adjective. Back in elementary school, when spelling was taught, we learned some tricks like the dome on D.C. building is shaped like an O. Because yesterday I read a story and I said capital, and I said, that's not correct, is it? The capital of North Carolina, and they spelled it A-L, shouldn't it be O-L? And everybody in this room here agreed with me, so we thought we were correct. But Jim wrote to management and would like management to know that I was wrong. Quote, Pete was reading from a report, I believe a magazine, listing various cities, such as dirtiest places to live, cleanest places to live, average prices for homes, etc. Raleigh was mentioned in one of the lists, and the writer referred to it as the capital city of North Carolina, with an A-L. The writer spelled capital as he should have. Pete jumped all over it and said everyone knows capital ends in O-L, not A-L. Somebody please tell Pete that Capitol is the way to spell the building itself where a government entity meets, and Capital is the proper way to spell a city serving as the seat of government. Thanks. And that was from Jim. So this is just, I want to point out here, when I make a mistake, I correct it. This is one of my principals. That's P-A-L. It's one of my principals. I correct the errors. Otherwise, you know, whatever point I'm trying to make could be rendered mute. So, all right. Um, So thank you for that. No, I apologize. I did not know that. That's really the breaking news here, isn't it? Do I have a breaking news sounder? I thought I had a breaking news sounder here. No, I don't. That's just Fauci saying he's the science. That's not it. Um, so no, so I, I, yeah, I, 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 I do make mistakes. I try to make them obviously though. So this way people know, by the way, I'm not sure this hurricane is going to be all that, uh, people have predicted it would be governor Roy Cooper has declared a state of emergency though. In North Carolina, I went looking at the governor's website and he has this big red banner up at the top of the, uh, of the page, the governor's official page. No, it's not for this state of emergency. It's for the stunt of emergency. For education. Remember that stupidity he did a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, it's still up there. The, the, the state of emergency for education, he called it. That's still at the top of the website. So people who might have heard, hey, we're under state of emergency, and they go to his website, they go to the governor's website to figure out Hey, what do I need to do? They're going to see, oh, stunt of emergency, and they're going to look at that, and it's for education. What? Oh, well, this is just some stupid PR thing. That's some, uh, that, that's some good prioritization. I, I mean, not that Roy Cooper, my good friend Ray, I'm sure he's not actually building the website, but his people are, you know? But he declared this, uh, this stunt of emergency. Sorry, 
the state of emergency for Hurricane Idalia for the anticipated landfall. Uh, With it comes the activation of the emergency operations plan, which includes waiving transportation rules to help the transport of fuel and critical supplies and services, among other things. Also, I think Josh Stein gets to go and, like, you know, throw some people up against the wall about gouging prices. So we'll see how that goes, too. All right. Stick around. Brett Winterbull's up next. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone.